0: All right. Well, we're back for another great show. They're all great, right? I mean, every podcast host says that, but they should be great because otherwise, why would you listen to a show? Uh, why would you tune in if the, if the host didn't book great guests and didn't bring, uh, bring good information? Why would we bother? So welcome to the show. Uh, we've got a two for one, uh, Kyle Slaymaker and Nell Tice of the Slaymaker method. So these are good friends of mine and, uh, excited to have you on. Welcome thank you thanks Jeff yeah 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 you're welcome you're welcome so this show you know I titled the um, the case for networking and really kind of thought two great people who do a lot of networking we can kind of dig into this about how to approach this in business how to approach this from a value proposition you know good bad and ugly of it and and why it's really important to to kind of get out there in some capacity, whether that's, or in any capacity, really, whether that's in a virtual setting, an in-person setting, just kind of cover the topic. So uh, why don't we just kick it off uh, to, I'm going to just throw it out there and let your dog fight over it. So when you hear the word networking, uh, what's the first thing you think of? Well, the first thing I think wasn't of... much of a dogfight. We just <laughs> no, gave <it> <laughs> up. I, mean, I,
1: I try to let Nell showcase her stuff before I come in and like just start screaming at everybody. Take over, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so I used to have a very different definition of what networking was uh, when I used to be in another industry. Networking was basically just an excuse to get together and drink. And you know, you the value that you get from that. I mean, it's nice to see people in person. It's nice to connect on a very human level. But networking is much more than just that. And, you know, that's kind of transitioning into where I am now with networking. And I've made a lot of great connections uh, in business and for life purposes too. So it's it's about it's all encompassing and it should be really fulfilling. And you should really get something out of it uh, in both areas of your life.
1: Yeah, I think that you know, there's there's this big push on networking lately, right? So whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a professional, you're in sales, anything that you're doing, everybody's always talking about going to these networking events. And there's paid groups, there's free groups, there's paid events, free events. Everybody you know, wants to network. But there seems to be a big lack of focus on how networking should be. There's a lack of focus on what networking used to be and what it needs to be. Everybody gets so lost in these... You know, like Nell said, you know, it's cool to have that interaction that that connect on a human level. But so many people come in just to hang out. They come in to have a few drinks, to get some food, to make themselves feel popular, right? So, so many of these groups are really not taking advantage of what networking should be. And that's the problem that I have.
0: So, from your view, in a perfect world what what does like the art of networking look like feel like and do for both parties so if i had to sum it up in one sentence it would be a meeting
1: that led to a beneficial relationship that brought business to both parties right and not just any business but real business right so many people go to these events and the people they meet are almost an afterthought Right? So they could meet somebody that is right up their alley for their customers that can really supplement what they're doing, can really complement what they're doing. But because they're not there for the right reasons, the, the people that they meet are an afterthought. And that's the problem. right? So when I go into networking events, and you guys know, I only go to one networking event. That's it. That's the only event that I will go to because I've been to these paid groups and they're such like a boys club to where they won't pass business if it's not directly to the people in that group. And it creates this weird, I'd say, mindset of the only way I'm going to pass business to somebody is if I know them, they're a part of this group, nobody else can do it. And that leads to such a bad experience for so many people.
2: Yeah, I would agree. I think that the connecting on a human level is extremely important to kind of know where the conversation is going. So if you're following up and you're having conversations after the networking event and you're continuing the relationship, that for me is the most important part. And that's where you're going to see the most benefit because the people that you connect with on that level and continue the conversation with are most likely going to be the people that want to work with you and the people that will work with
0: you. You know, I had a guest on, and I think it was Jessica Stroud. She was in our, she's in my, a couple of my networks. She's also in my intro reel. And one of the things that she focuses on when entering into like a referral and networking relationship with somebody is to say, you know, how is it? Tell me how I am able to help grow your business. And if that's not a clear and concise answer, that can actually fit into her world and the way she works and the goals of her primary business or businesses. Uh, then it's just not going to be a fit. And I think that's a very transparent um a very forthright way to kind of approach this topic, you know? So I think if we extrapolate that out, it makes sense to pay attention to the groups you get into, right? The circles you hang in. Um, Because if you can't give, how can you expect to get? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And then thinking of, of your, you know, your intro video, right? You talked
1: about, you know, Jess Stroud. You talked, I mean, you see sammy knight you see brandon you see dante you see amy uh jess dennehy these are people that are fantastic at networking because they know the value of pouring into others right sammy is probably the best when it comes to pouring into others i I don't think i've ever met anybody like sammy knight with his experience with mossy oak and all the stuff that he's done that guy will bend over backwards to help other people and he expects nothing in return. But because he expects nothing in return, everybody would do anything for that guy, whether it's business, advice, help anything. And it's the same with anybody that we just mentioned, anybody that was in your your intro video, right? It's that giving without expectation. You know, we've all read the book, we've all heard the people, givers gain, all that other good stuff. And that really is the truth. But you have to give Without that expectation, and that's where the difference is when it comes to networking.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and for those that don't know, you know Kyle and I, uh, Nell, we're all part of uh, Apex, which is one of the largest, you know, peer-to-peer business mastermind networks out there across the nation. And really, I guess there's there's others from other countries, but uh, um, you know, Sammy Knight, super successful. Uh, Came on early after Mossy Oak Clothing Outdoor Brand was established. Grew that to a massive, massive sale. Uh, I mean, 10-figure sale. Um, Continues to this day, I believe. It's on 11 11 companies that he owns or manages. um, Has equity in, uh, holdings in. And Sammy was guest number one on my show simply because of being part of a great network that believes in giving first. So let's kind of take a little left turn. So for anybody listening and, you know, people watch this show live, you get to see our pretty faces. I was given a compliment in the pre-show about how good my skin looked, which was nice and born my heart now. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, But uh, for for, for anybody listening, uh, watching now or watching later, so let's kind of paint a picture. You're that. You're that introvert, right? You you got to grow your book of business. You're either a business owner, you're a sales executive, whatever reason, you find yourself at a 505 happy hour networking event in any town USA. What can you uh, share as a, as a way to approach that group as that, that introverted person that kind of wants to fade back into the wall and just, you know, get their drink. You know, when I drink, I have a whole bottle, right? Oh, <laughs> um, I knew that frat would come in handy someday. But really, I mean, that's what happens, right? And we see that. We see that at the events that we go to together. You, I'm sure you've all seen it. Maybe you've been that person. So, what advice do you have for that for that person to um, to kind of break out and get and get value out of their night and their time? <laughs>
2: Look, I'm not going to say that having a drink isn't going to help loosen things up. I mean, <laughs> if that's if that's the route you want to go down, and that's what makes you feel comfortable, do it. But you know, um, for me personally, it starts before the event. So if I've got a little bit of a drive, I'm listening to some music that's really going to hype me up. I'm listening to something motivational, maybe a podcast. Uh, I am going to get in the right headspace and the mindset. And as I'm walking in the door, I'm thinking about my posture as I'm walking in. I'm thinking about how people see me when when I first walk in. First impressions are everything. So if you're going to go those lengths to get there and do what you're doing, keep it going. Keep that motivation going and walk in loud and proud. And if you back off, people will sense that. And They'll smell the fear. So you really just gotta be on a roll and honestly just keep doing it.
1: Yeah, that's that's really good. And I'm gonna kind of take from what Nell said from you know, driving in, getting ready, and I'm gonna kind of touch on the stuff that I think is really important for people to hear when they're in the networking event themselves. So introverts, they may be terrified, but it's really important for them to remember that if you're an introvert you have one of the best skills that anybody can have when it comes to business sales and networking and that is the ability to be quiet and listen right so go ahead and initiate conversation people are going to initiate conversations with you but you have the skill that these people that are coming up probably don't have to your level and that is the ability to listen because when you're listening unlike my 2 year old over there is bound to make an appearance <laughs> It's coming, honey. Um, That's when the stuff gets... That's when the real stuff happens. It's coming. Okay. Are you happy? Do you want to come say hi? All right. Come on. Um, Guest appearance. Oh, always. She she makes a guest appearance in everything. Um, But, you know, I have a client who... or Nell and I have a client who is very introverted and has some pretty severe confidence issues. she shouldn't, but because of past experiences, she's always kind of second guessing everything that she does. For me is Michelle Almer, I have no problem mentioning her by name because she's a rock star. She's a killer. She has the ability to really listen to what somebody says, digest it, and then figure out how to best help them, how to best guide business to them. She's amazing. So it's all about taking out that that fear, that frustration, and to sit there and say, We can do this. I can go into a networking event. I can meet 20, 30 people. But I'm also going to listen. And when you listen and start implementing, you are going to be able to give like you never thought possible. And again, give without expectation. But that stuff comes back to you tenfold.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, the show just got a little brighter. This is why (laughs) it pays to watch the show. Hello. Who just joined us? What's your name?
1: Brimley.
0: Brimley. That's what I (laughs) thought. That's what yes. I thought, but I didn't want
2: to <laughs> be wrong. She is the most adorable.
0: Yeah. She is.
1: She, she's been like our the event venue and everything and she just knows the show. Yeah. Very good.
0: Very good.
2: Pretty sure she uh, ran things there too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, so I, I really like now about kind of getting yourself hyped up. I'm realizing for for myself, um, you know, my my time for networking in my businesses has kind of changed um, just because of schedule, because of commitments. But when I would go to events in person, I do get to them occasionally. I end up using that time to maybe return some phone calls in the car that don't fit into the day schedule or that came in. So I'm, I'm misusing that time. I really like that tip of kind of getting yourself in that headspace first. I think that's a good warm up. Because it is an exercise, right? Like you wouldn't just go to the gym after cramming McDonald's lunch down your throat, right?
2: Oh, I hope not.
0: (laughs) That would not be a good... It would not be a good workout. It would not feel good. Um, No.
2: I mean, I'm I'm a big mindset person. And I believe that before you go in to do anything, you've got to go in at 150%. So to me, that time is truly to get into that space and that mindset. And look, Jeff, when I get to the point in my business where I have to use that time to return calls too, I'll probably do that at some point. (laughs) Yeah. But I think it's really, really important to get yourself prepped. And like Kyle said, it's very, very important to listen. And I think that for people with social anxieties, I mean, this is, look, this is the creme de la creme of social events. So you know, being able to get in tune with yourself and being able to listen is extremely important, especially when you're someone that's thinking about, well, I just need to say something because of the awkward silence I'm afraid of or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, I see all, all sides to this.
0: The term pouring in, right, seems to be a very popular term um, and, in, in many different circles. So pouring into your audience, pouring into your network, pouring into others... What's this mean for you, each of you? How do you define it? And why? Why doing that well, first?
1: It's it's a good question, right? Because like you said, you're, you're starting to hear some terms get thrown around a lot. Pouring in, giving back, giver's gain, put in to get out, whatever. Um, pouring in is doing absolutely everything that you can to help anybody around you. But I'm going to put a caveat into that. Um, because and, and I have my own podcast and I know now listened to it, Jeff. You might have, but I had uh, you know the Silverback on Mike Claudio, and he said something that really really resonated with me, and it was: givers have a limit to what they can give, and takers don't. There is no limit to what takers you know can take, and I'm not I'm not trying to say that negatively, right? So if you're somebody who takes, that's fine. Because eventually, we want to see the person that takes become the person that gives. Um, but you really have to be intentional with where you're giving, right? And that's, that's with networking, right? Like Noah said, you can meet somebody that you have a really good feeling about, or you can meet somebody that you have a real shitty feeling about. When you have that shitty feeling, listen to what your gut is saying. Be cautious before you start giving. Because at the end of the day, the people that you give to the, that give to the networking group to, are people that are going to, you know, think of your reputation. They're going to say, oh, you know, Kyle referred me to this person. It was a great experience. Or no, referred me, to this person, and it was a horrible experience, right? So just be intentional. But pour into those that desperately want your help and are actually going to implement what you're teaching them, what you're showing them, what you're giving them. That's what pouring in is to me. And granted, this changed after I recorded with Mike because I was one of those people that would just give endlessly. As much value as I possibly could to anybody who would listen, because I always felt like there's enough success to go around. Everybody deserves to live the life that the three of us on screen are living. Jeff, you've built businesses just just astronomical heights. We talked about Sammy, Jess, Amy. We've got Nell here. Nell started as a client of mine. I poured every fucking thing I could into her. Ask her. She she would call me and just she'd be breaking down because she was in that struggle. But now look at her. She's my not not just my client, she's my partner. She owns part of the Slaymaker method with me. She's my co main event at the summit. She is a rock star because I knew that Nell would listen to what I could teach her. Yeah. And she did. So Nell, yeah. I ranted, you bring me down. <laughs> <laughs> and that's
0: the dynamic. It that's totally That's why it's a good two-for-one experience.
2: Exactly. That's why it works. I mean, I absolutely agree. Pouring into me is pouring in every ounce of energy, everything that you've got to the right people. And that is where you truly have to check in with yourself. If you've got that shitty feeling about somebody, it's not worth it. Don't spend that energy that you could be spending on somebody that is. And you'll know that. You can trust your gut feeling on this. And when you're spending time pouring in to people, to everyone, you are absolutely going to exhaust yourself to points where the people that do mean something with what they're receiving from you aren't going to receive the best. And that, to me, is a version of failure. And I would never... I would never want to overextend myself on something that is worthless to me. So, being picky and choosy with your networking and who you're pouring your energy into is extremely important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, um, you know, I'm in a shift mode uh, discreetly with the Big Ticket Life brand where I'm really not, um, I'm really not aggressing and going after new coaching clients. Because I did that. I started it and I realized I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it because here's why. And it's this pouring in concept that it's where you can give and give and give. But ultimately, um, what ended up happening as I launched out the beginning of this year is I became a psychotherapist for the clients that came on board. Now, maybe that was a mismatch Um, everybody felt there was value, but the reality is, um, the implementation, the willingness to take what was being given and go put it to work wasn't there. And that just doesn't excite me. I don't want to be the type of a business where it's this ethereal idea machine coming back in a feedback loop of, well, Hey, all that's great. I get it. This is what I want, but you know. My business still sucks. My employees are rough. My relationships are terrible. But I really enjoy just having a shoulder to talk to. You know, a shoulder to cry on, somebody to talk to. That's just not my thing. So like my impact now is getting involved with businesses where I can be uh, a part of the upside, a part of the growth, a part of the equity. So it's it's a quantity over, I'm sorry, it's a quality over quantity conversation. And it really matches where I want to go in life in the next five years. Uh, for me so that pouring in aspect of things I think is is spot on and you have to be real clear on the who right which is really now a marketing conversation if you will right because the best I just spent some time um, on a uh, entrepreneurs forum and a young kid uh, uh, came to the group with an idea and I said you know look it all sounds great the reality is you're talking about 85 bucks of of a table fee and some material and your time and your time, you, you seem to love making this these projects. The, the reality is until you go do it, like get in the arena and fight, you have no idea. You're building this business on spreadsheets and ideas, feedback loops from other people here on this forum. Just get out there and go do it. It's 85 bucks, you have it. Your grandma gave you this money, go do it. <laughs> Like go freaking try, and uh, <laughs> Jeff.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But as soon as you you said one thing in there, my my mind was like a million miles an hour in one direction. But please, finish your thought? <laughs> I know. Thanks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think you know to put a bow, a bow on on my little comment there is, you know, we do have to get out there and try these things. So I mean, again, in the context of of our topic today, like I hope people can listen and and approach it of with some openness of like trying some of these things that we've shared at the next event, at the next effort. Um, I think fear of pouring into people comes up. So maybe we can talk on that. Like, well, what if I give advice and it doesn't re- be received well, but Kyle, let's, let's finish your, your, your thought there. And then we can maybe talk about the fear of pouring into others.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can, I can tie them both in together. Um, so, you know, I, I saw you talking about what you're doing with the big ticket life and how you know, you have your vision of where you're going with the, you know, the people that are more ready to implement stuff like that. Um, but and I've had this conversation with Nell many times. And I think when I I first signed her as a client after I chased her for a year, I said, like, you know, at this stage of entrepreneurship, when you're either just starting out or you're starting to scale, a lot of times there's usually a personal reason that's blocking the business clarity. Right. There's a personal, whether it's, I I don't care what the hell you're going through. I don't care if it's divorce, loss, anything, addiction, anything. There's usually a personal aspect to what I have found blocks a lot of my clients, our clients. Eventually, no, it'll be our. I'll I'll never say my. I don't know about (laughs) that. (laughs) Um, But like, again, so let's talk about Michelle Ulmer. Like, we, we talked about earlier. Michelle has all the makings to be an absolute rock star. She's implemented perfectly. But I always find myself and Nell as well, you know, helping guide her through the personal stuff too, because it's quite simply one of those things at the level of coaching where we want to be at that has to happen, right? So if you guys have listened to what Jeff has said, yes, you have to be ready to implement 100%. 100%. If, if, if you're going to hire a coach and go out of your way to get advice, get coaching, get a roadmap, get a game plan, and you're not ready to implement, don't hire. If, if you're with me and you're not ready to tackle the business stuff and the personal stuff and get you to where you want to be, don't hire. Right, you have to be fully committed, and this is what I talked about with the fear of pouring in. It took me a long time to really be able to do that because I was like, okay, I'm a business coach, but here I am talking to this person about, uh, you know, his time with his wife and and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, am I really qualified and capable? And yeah, it does go into that that therapy, psychotherapy stuff. It does, and that makes some people uncomfortable. But at the end of the day. If you're going to hire a Jeff, if you're going to hire a Nell and myself, you have to be ready to implement. And part of that implementation, and Nell will back me up, Jeff, you know I coach this way. You have to give back. You have to give value. You have to pour into others. So that fear of pouring into others when it comes down to, does anybody give a shit about what I have to say? Right, And I'm going to, I'm going to call her out again. Michelle, I know, hopefully, you're watching at this point. Michelle wrote a status the other night And she was terrified to post it. Terrified. She texted me all effing day. How does this sound? It sounds great. You're going to be great. It's going to be freeing. It's going to be liberating. It's going to help you with your focus. Trust me. She kept pushing. She kept pushing. No, 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 no. And finally, I was like, why the fuck are we having this conversation? If you're not ready, don't post it. Why the fuck are we talking? Right? And she posted it. And I've got... I mean, I could show you probably 30 messages from her since she posted, oh my God, people are messaging me. People are saying they're going through what I went through and they're thanking me for my post. They're thanking me for what I'm doing. That's the important part. I don't care how scared you are. If you can change one person's life, just one with a single post, a single text, a single statement, is it not worth it? So don't, yeah, don't worry about the fear. People spend so much time worrying about the haters and the people that are like, oh, Look at this son of a bitch. He's going to fail. Oh, what's Kyle doing? Yeah. Oh, he thinks he's real big. He started his own business. Yeah. And now I have billboards and a big event. I did in magazines. Same thing with Nell. People looked at Nell like, oh, I don't know. Is she really going to be able to do this? She's crushing it. But you know what? She doesn't listen to those people. She doesn't. She listens to the people that are getting value and she's making a difference for. So take that fear out of pouring in and just do it.
2: Yeah. Usually there's a threshold. And, you know, I I think that one of the reasons why Kyle brought me onto the slate maker method is because I helped to balance out, you know, Kyle's an amazing business coach. He's helped me get to where I am today. And, you know, the one thing that I felt that maybe I could have Used was, and Kyle, I think, kind of went into this with me, maybe first, was a little more of that life coaching side. And because that whole thing where you can't bring your personal stuff to work, it's a bunch of bullshit. I mean, for me, it's not separate business and life and person. I mean, it's all, it all runs in the same circle. So, yeah, I mean, you have to be the best version of yourself. And I know that sounds so cliche and that phrase is so used right now. But it's true. You really have to push through what you're working at personally and to get over that threshold. And once you do, it's it's a feeling I can't explain. And honestly, once you do it, it's addicting and you yeah. just want to keep
1: doing it. Actually, the only reason I brought nellen is because I needed somebody that looked better than myself. So, oh, that's a compliment. Thank you. Take it back.
0: We got Billy Zarello joining us from Battlefield Mastermind. Billy, what's up, man? Hope you're well. Hey, Billy. Um, you know, just a, a little, a little brief uh, commercial, if you will. Our team at Cast Ahead is fantastic. So, I love live streaming these shows because, look, if you're going to record a podcast, you're going to take the time to do it. You may as well get more from the effort. I'm a big fan of the Henry Ford quote. We use all parts of the pig. Um, little little useless trivia fact. King's Ford charcoal actually is a result of the Henry Ford production process. Uh, it was the charred pallets that had grease on them from the factory. So uh, look, if you're going to do a live stream, Cast Head's fantastic. We got Russ manning the controls today because Chris is at Outbound Sales Conference, which is is appropriate for our time today. We'll get to this in a little bit. But Chris is out there with others, iron sharpening iron. And uh we got Russ back there. So if you're watching um and you want to connect, but you don't want to click away. Russ, maybe we can, as we're going through, he's been summing up the salient points, but I want people to connect with Nell and with Kyle. So maybe we get their socials up. But we always put them in the show notes. They're in the links where you're watching this right now. Um so if you need live stream podcasting help, I can't talk enough about CastNet. They're just fantastic people, fantastic team that Chris has built and uh, everything keeps going even as he's out there leading the team, iron sharpening iron, which is really fantastic. And that's why I'm happy to be their client. But um, so I want to uh, make another turn in our conversation. Um, you know, around that, you know, kind of going back to our avatar, this, this person we're, um, we're uh, uh, talking about at a networking event. And so you're, you're taking your advice now. We're pumped up, right? We're excited to be there. We want to be there. And um, so we're in the right mindset. We're ready to go. It's past the mic time right? Microphone's coming around. What's How do you lead off for that introvert? Or let's just say you're an extrovert just looking for an, a new edge, a new angle. Any thoughts there?
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I I think about what I've even learned from speaking coaching. I really try to reel people in. Your first line, your first everything is your first impression. So I sometimes will use a comedic piece or just something that sets you apart, something that gives you a little bit of an edge, a little bit of a difference, uh, rather than just the, hi, my name is. And, you know, really get behind the voice too. Don't, you know, that timid nature, the shakiness in your voice. People can smell these things, can hear these things from a mile away. So even if you have to practice before you go to that event, take some time that day and just. Pretend that you're meeting. You're in front of people. How are you introducing yourself? I, you know, the handshake, just this little dainty handshake isn't going to cut it. You know, people get this energy from you and they want to turn away. So you know, put that confidence behind your voice. I think is the most important thing. But definitely set yourself aside from others too.
1: Yeah the the mindset stuff, the positivity, the confidence. It, it goes such a long long way, right? And it's it's one of those things, especially for... And I don't care whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. When you walk into these new events and you're seeing new people, I don't care if you are just starting out or you have been to a thousand network events and you're a multi-billionaire, right? Meeting new people can be daunting. It can be scary. It's, it's crazy. I've seen... I know of people that are... I mean, powerhouses in business. We are talking people that have made hundreds of millions in profit, just powerhouses that still get worried when they meet somebody new because they want to make sure they're providing that good first impression. But the best advice I can give, and like Nell touched on, you know, have that confidence behind your voice, have that handshake, but just understand that the worst thing that can happen if you do mess it up, if you stutter, if you get nervous is quite literally nothing, right? So, and I have this conversation with my coaching clients a lot, especially my solopreneurs entrepreneurs that have a side hustle and are getting ready to go full time. You really don't have anything to lose, right? And somebody, you know, they they can hear that and be like, oh, that's impossible. I could lose all this. But think of the important shit in your life, okay? So, and I'm going to go right back to Nell because I had this conversation with her Twice. Right. A year before I got her as a client, and then a year when I closed her, uh, I said, She was like, Well, you know, what if I what if I fail? What if it doesn't work out? And I said, Well, this is what happens. You have your husband. Yeah. So whether you become a huge success or you go back into the nine to five workforce, are you still gonna have your husband? Yeah. Well, it's the same thing for everybody else. You're still gonna have your kids, you're still gonna have your family, you're still gonna have your real friends. So don't be so nervous. Just go. Just do it. I, I mean, I ask Nell. She she will tell you. Like when I get an idea, there's like no thought. It's not like <laughs> holy shit, this is a big risk. I'm like fuck it, let's go. We're going. Yeah. Why? Because I st- I'm still going to have Elizabeth. I'm still going to have Nell. I'm still going to have my kids. I'm still going to have Jeff and everybody watching. Because that's what the beauty of it is. There is no real failure as long as you know that. The only way to actually fuck up, the actual way to fail, is if you don't try. So if you go to a networking event and you sit in the corner, that's failing.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. So so two things on that. I'll give a little tactical one and a little more mindset uh, contribution. Um, So when it's my turn to grab the mic at these events, I, I lead off with, Hey, I'm Jeff. I do business in your bedroom. And I'm really great at creating an amazing experience in the bedroom. Experience is my thing. I sell mattresses.
2: I love that. I do
0: it damn well. Right? Like, it depends on the room, right? I I might put that secondary. I'm really great at creating the art of experience because that's, like, the folks that I work with, that's where I come in to businesses. So, like, I'm not for that that solo entrepreneur who's coming out of the full-time job side hustle thing. That's just not not where i'm at not the folks that i'm working with there's a lot of people out there great people out there that can help I, i'm like that integrator type run business who can prove that we're doing business we've got teams in place and they want to go to the next level but they're just they're just not sure what that looks like you know they they've been turning the wrenches they've been hammering the nails they're very good very competent they know their they know their costs I help those people bring amazing experience in. So I might tack that on at the end of my, my shoot, that was bad. Just pulled <laughs> my earbuds right out of my ears. Just got too excited. This is why you watch the live show because you get the comedy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so those are the kinds of folks that I work with. But um, but from the mindset approach, so yeah, you know, it from this, this tense moment of, oh my gosh, I'm going to fail in my introduction. So what? There's going to be another event. You know, and, and I, I was reading uh, some comments somewhere, I forget. Somebody was coming to a group about, hey, I'm facing bankruptcy, I don't know what to do, so afraid of this. And, and you know, you guys both talked about it, like your, your fr- family, your friends are still going to be around there with you. And this fear of what others are going to think, you know, the only people that care about that are the people that thrive on negative drama. And guess what? They're going to move on because that dopamine of negativity, that hit, they're going to look for the next hit in the next 15 seconds, not even 15 minutes anymore. So your bankruptcy, your failure, your divorce, you know, your business having a 20% decline in sales or whatever it is, just keep grinding because the, the only people that care are going to care for 15 seconds and aren't going to move on. It's just as simple as that.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, if somebody is actually thriving on your failures, you know, if they laugh behind your back or in front of your face at you for 15 seconds, what difference does that make for you? What difference does it make? You're going to go on and do the same things that you keep doing and you're just going to move forward whether they do that or not. So why dwell on it?
0: Yep. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You know, it was, on that note, when I was on the road sales rep in the mattress and furniture industry, I was uh, in, that, in that industry. It's kind of like a legacy business, right? Like your great-grandfather, your grandfather represented a factory. The, the line was passed down to the sons, the grandsons, the daughters, etc. So as a new guy coming in to a really developed territory here in the Northeast area, it was difficult. So I, I did things different. Went and bought a van, drove samples around, like lived on the road. And I had other reps that just hated my guts because I was out working them. And retailers would talk because we those reps sold those retailers just like me. And I would say, you know what? I don't want to spend time on this. I go to bed every night with those people not liking me and it doesn't bother me at all. I'm here I'm here to grow your business right now. If, they're, if they come here to talk to you about me, they're wasting your time. They're doing you a disservice. They're doing their factory a disservice. And I know getting a point with you is awful difficult, so I can't believe we're even talking about this. But if you want to grow your business, let's do it. Do you want to talk about that guy? Fine. I'm never going to call on you again. And he'll go to bed tonight just as mad as me tonight as he was yesterday and the day before and the day before. But I'm going to keep working. And... I think that's just how you have to handle these things that come up to you that you might be afraid of, that you might be fearful of. You just have to let it roll off your back.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: Having a headphone malfunction today.
2: <laughs> so recently I purchased for my media business, I have a, like a lens hood I needed to replace in my camera. And that lens hood, what it does is block out all of the light filtering in from the sides. And you know what you really have to do is put a lens hood on. And lock mm, out all knowledge. of that, the the extra, it's not even light, it's darkness. Lock all of that out and just literally straight ahead and keep grinding, keep doing what you do and you will get there. And all of that extra bullshit, just
0: gone. Who needs it? Just go. So I referenced it a little bit ago about iron sharpening iron, where our leader at Cast Ahead Um, who's, again, can't give enough props for them for producing all of my shows. Um, And by the way, just on a a note of networking before we move on. um, So the networking that I continue to do is just done a little differently. And they produce our Lancaster Connect show. So if you just check out any Lancaster Connect show that we're doing, it's networking. It's networking for my retail business where I just don't have the time, per se, to go out and you know, shake the hands and kiss the babies, as you might put it, right? Uh, But I'm networking in a different way and it has really great social impact because we're highlighting amazing, amazing charities. Uh, By the way, Kyle got to speak. I didn't say her name, but I referenced her. Great work, Miss Elizabeth's great work in in the autistic space. uh, Said that our school district locally lost an amazing teacher, but one in Lancaster County got her. Um, She happens to be... uh, so so Lancaster Connects is is one of the ways that I network. So it can look different. It doesn't just have to be the typical 505 drink in your hand. Hey, I'm the insurance guy. It doesn't have to be that. It can be different things, right? It can have impact that way. But um, so I was speaking about Miss Elizabeth, who is actually one of the speakers at the Slaymaker Success Summit coming up. And I'd be remiss to not give you all time to talk about that because it's a great event. I'm speaking at it. So just because I'm going to be there, it's going to be great. But um You know, this is important because this this iron sharpening iron, uh, you know, creating that lens blocker, being somebody that you can let the haters just roll right off your back, you know, that comes from somewhere. And to me, that place is from getting out of the usual circles, getting away from the usual suspects, pushing yourself outside of your industry to see what others are doing and rub elbows with people that are succeeding on your level but differently in different ways is all really important. And that's really uh, why we're coming together October 14th for the Slaymaker Success Summit. So let's dig into that. We can talk about the speakers. I already alluded to one, Miss Elizabeth. Um, But uh, yeah, let's jump in.
1: Yeah, so uh, Nell and myself, as the Slaymaker Method, we are putting on an event in Hershey, Pennsylvania, October 14th from 10 to 4. Uh, Guest arrival is right around 9.30. We're going to get everybody seated. We've got a really good, well-known local MC. We've got speakers from around the country coming in. So not only am I speaking, not only is the ever-so-amazing Miss Elizabeth speaking, the ever-so-amazing Nell Tice is speaking, I am speaking, Jeff is speaking, Matt Rota from Battlefield Mastermind and Rota Marketing is speaking. So many people. So let's see. Let's let's try to hit on some speakers. There's my beautiful face because I'm amazing. Uh, there's Nell's beautiful face because she's a rock star. There's Jeff's beautiful face. See, You guys know everybody at this point. This one I'm really excited about, Caitlin Shipman. Caitlin is an entrepreneur from Ohio. She started with a single food cart and a dream. She's gotten so big that she does catering now, but also franchise owners, these big seven, eight-figure earning businesses are actually petitioning local government to keep her out. So when they see her set up, they are literally contacting their local government to say, hey, we don't want her in. She's taking our business. That's one woman with a dream, one food cart, and she's crushing it. Love it. Next up, yaw, she's amazing. Next up, we got Phil Sessions. Phil is a rock star public speaking coach. Phil's going to speak on how to use public speaking, how to leverage public speaking at events, on podcasts, on everything. To make sure that you're building your brand and bringing in money to label yourself as an expert and an authority in your industry. Next up, we have the ever so awesome Matthew Rhoda. Anybody that knows Matt, the guy's a monster in like literally every fucking aspect that you can think of, right? So he's a very successful business owner. He knows marketing and digital marketing like nobody's business. He also is probably the most ridiculously fit person I've ever met. <laughs> like this guy will, like, what was it? Like a few months ago, he was like, "I think I'm going to run like 40 miles tonight," and and we were all like, "Are you stupid? Why? Why would you do that?" Like, like no, no, who wants to do it with me? Not my ass. I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> asleep. Right? But yeah. he loves it. He loves it. So it's going to be great. And then of course we have the absolutely amazing my wife. The reason I am where I am today. Miss Elizabeth. So to give you a little bit of background on my wife, hopefully she watches this and then we have a great night together. (laughs) We'll see, right? So my wife is the most selfless, giving back person that there is. She has spent over 20 years in the special education field. She taught in Jeff's district for a little bit. Now she teaches at a local district down here. She works with kids on the autism spectrum, but she also is a World class mindset person. If you want to talk about a person that knows how to really do mind training and get everybody set up to actually succeed and listen to everything that's going to be said at the event, this is the one. And I promise you, she may be opening the show, but she's going to be one of the best on stage, the best. And there may be a celebrity cameo. No, why don't you take over?
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, I just want to elaborate. You know, I mentioned first impressions and how important they were earlier. And you know, considering Miss Elizabeth is our opener, uh, you know, first impression is everything, and we really set ourselves up to win there. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it's 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 going to be a good event, uh, and we're also going to be live streaming, right? So we have VIP mm-hmm. tickets available, we have general admission tickets available, we've got sponsors, including Jeff and Matt. Um, but we started getting, and again, like we also have attendees coming in from all throughout the country. We have people from as far out as Utah, California, flying in specifically for this event because of the level of speakers that we have, the level of speakers that Nell and I have brought in. Um, But there's a lot of people that started talking about like, hey, I really want to fly in, but I, I just, we can't do it right now. We've got all this other stuff going on. So we decided we're going to live stream the event, okay? And I'm very pleased to announce, very happy to announce that, Not only are we live streaming the event, the live stream is being sponsored by John Ellis at Create Socially, who is a rock star in his own coaching stuff, his own digital marketing stuff. He's awesome. He's going to be running the live stream for us. Live stream tickets are going to come to $50 a piece. We are going to make sure that everybody has access to the live stream that wants it. That way, there is not a single person that wants to see this event that doesn't get to see it. So if you're on the fence... And you can be in-person, get the in-person tickets because we've got a lot of extra stuff planned for those that can actually be there. But if you still want to see it, you still want to get value that you can't get anywhere else, grab the live stream tickets. We're going to be posting them probably in the next 24, 48 hours. Now, anything you want to add on to that?
2: Yeah. So, you know, we've got the live stream tickets coming up uh, available soon. Uh, For general admission, I just want to talk about a little bit about what you get for each ticket. So general admission gets you admittance to the event. Uh, We also have lunch provided and networking breaks for everyone there.
1: And the cash bar.
2: Oh, yes. And a cash bar. (laughs) Uh, So for VIP tickets, uh, we have available as well. You get premium seating. There's a swag bag, lunch included, networking breaks, cash bar. And there's also a VIP dinner uh, to attend that night. So for some extra value, extra everything, you can get that. And that's an amazing, the best value, I think, in my opinion. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, listen... I would love for you to be at this event, but I think the reason why you need to be at this event needs to be discussed as we wrap up our time together. Um, The value of getting to events, right? More than just the fact that it is being put on by my two guests. And I'm not afraid of saying that what you just heard for the last four minutes out of our hour together, yeah, it was a shameless commercial. My show, my rules, get over it. Um, Just how it goes. But... We, uh, we gave you a lot of value before that and we're going to wrap up with value. I'm a big, big believer in getting to events. So the live stream's cool. You know? um, if, if you have the ability to sit distraction-free in front of your computer, do it. 100% do it. Um, just as, a, as something that comes up, are we going to have this recorded for later for people?
1: That's the idea. We're still working okay. out the logistics of that, but we we are planning on recording it.
0: Okay. So so maybe you don't have to sit all day on the fourteenth, but but you know, look, the reality is if you're not going to commit to the day on the fourteenth, you're probably not going to commit to digging into the recording afterwards. So I would just challenge you that if you want really great people and the people that are coming, the people that are attending, and I've seen the people confirm they're coming and they're good quality, caliber people. As attendees, like if you want to rub elbows with great people, get to this event in person. I have built my success on getting to events. I've gone to events in California, in Ohio, in Florida, all over the country, all over the world, really. Uh, There's nothing like getting out of your day-to-day thing and putting yourself into a new pond, into a new ecosystem, and rubbing elbows with other people that are committed to their own success. When you get into that space, life changes. That's why these events can be life-changing for you. But you got to come, like, like Nell said, get that hype music going, get yourself in that right mind, prepare yourself that you know October 14th is going to be a great day for you because it is. Because I know everybody's speaking um, and uh, they are truly committed to bringing you an immense amount of value from the front of that room.
2: Yeah, Jeff, I want to mention, you know, who this event is for and this event is for whether you're step 1 in your business. I'm going to personally be speaking on pivoting from your 9 to 5 to full-time entrepreneurship. So Great. that's, you know, if you're step 1 or step 927 in your business. It's for you. It's for all of you. So, I agree, attend in person if you can. And, you know, as long as you're ready to do the work and receive the information and the value that you are going to be receiving, that is who should be attending.
1: Yeah. And, you know, just to close it out, again, we've got people not just on stage, but in the audience as well, that, again, are in the side hustle stage. And we've got people in that room, one not on stage, in the crowd, like I said, that are pulling seven, eight figures in revenue and and some of them even profit. Like we have some very, very big people. We have the who's who in central Pennsylvania and beyond in this room for a reason because we want to make sure that you're all connecting with these people that can elevate you, that can bring you up. You're going to learn about business. You're going to learn about skills that you can use, not even just in business. But that's what's important to us. We are going to absolutely take over. Medium, uh, the Medium magazine, medium.com reached out and did an article on our event. Specifically, that is a interna- an internationally known publication because that's how much buzz is surrounding this event. So I hope and I pray to see you all there. And I want every person that's to- that's going to be there to take real and true action. So I appreciate, Jeff, you letting me do my, uh, our commercial. So thank you.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, listen, I think it's, it's a commercial, but there's learning here. And yeah, we got a couple minutes left. I, th- yeah, put yourself in this mind space on a Friday, first and foremost. What are your competitors doing? Counting the hours till TGIF. You're out there putting yourself in an immersive experience that, a lot of people are kind of like still slow playing because of the last two and a half years, right? Like my whole thing, my, like my retail business, we're 13-time Reader's Choice Award winner. I wouldn't want to compete against myself. I don't say that to sound arrogant. I say that because I challenge myself to do better year over year over year. And getting to events like this has been part of that success recipe and continues to be. Even though I speak at events, I still go to events. Yeah, all right, the learning never stops, and it shouldn't for you. Uh, so, getting into rooms uh, where you unplug from the busy work, you unplug from the spreadsheets and the checklists and the TPS reports, right? And you and you get yourself into a room of really winners, and that's what this room is going to be about. It, it's it's going to be changing. If you've not done a lot of it, if this would be your first time, it'll be an amazing time.
1: Yeah, you said something that I want to jump on, Jeff. You mentioned about how, you know, what do you think your competitors are doing on a Friday this time of the year? You know, the weather's beautiful. Um, let's let's be real here. Like we all know where the economy has been trending. We all know that inflation's hitting. Everybody's, you know, kind of hedging their bets and playing it safe. But I want to impress upon the listeners something very, very effing important, and that is Look at the businesses who made a killing during COVID. Look at the solopreneurs who ended up scaling during COVID. And look at the people that just kind of played it safe. Look at the people that, you know, they, they shut down and, you know, for one reason or another. True growth happens in these periods by the people that mash that pedal to the fucking ground. This is where the growth happens. I don't care how scared you are of the economy. I don't care how scared scared you are of the times that are coming. If you want to grow, and Jeff will absolutely back me up on this fact because he's been in business for a long time. The times when everybody else is slowing down, speed the fuck up. And this yep. is that chance.
0: 100%. Yep. My, my line in my business is we're going to make the divide wider every day. Just make it that much harder to catch up. That's our goal. And it starts. It starts with you getting to the event. So we, I don't think we've actually announced it. Shame on me. I should know better. Um, we've had it scrolling on the screen, but if you're listening, it's the slaymakermethod.com forward slash summit. Uh, likely in our, it's in our show notes. And so if it's not, I'll make sure it's in the link where you're watching this, catching it replay. But that's slaymakermethod.com slash summit. You can get a live stream ticket. You can get a general mission ticket or a VIP ticket. All the links are on the site. And uh, man, I know Kyle, Nell, would just be honored if you joined. I'd be honored if you'd be there. Um, because it's an event I care about and that I believe in. So as we wrap up, any parting words?
2: Um, Jeff, I do want to mention that we just added another uh, event the night before. Uh, the Slaymaker Methods Success Summit. It is called the Power Up Event. It is going to be at the amazing, awesome Tro- Trogues Brewery in Hershey. And it's a smaller networking event, um, but it gives you the opportunity to connect with more people. It's being hosted by Michael Powers, author of Crushing Your Fear, and Jeremy Shrifles, which he's an award-winning uh, internationally known music producer. So, I mean, these are people that you need to be in the same room with. So,
0: So... So wait, you're actually practicing what you preach by getting yourself in the right headspace in advance of a full day event. Yes, exactly. Imagine that, right? Like I said, I'm about to stand with these people; they're actually doing it.
2: What a concept, right? Love it. So, uh, we'll also make sure to include that event uh,
1: in the show notes as well. So, perfect. Awesome. I, I don't think I have anything left to say for the first time in my life. I mean, this is a great <laughs> episode, so. and enjoy it because I promise you I'm going to talk nonstop at that event yeah save it Kyle
0: (laughs) All right, very good well look uh, Kyle Nell pleasure to have you on the show Uh, this has been a great episode and I look forward to seeing everybody next week on The Big Ticket Life take care thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of The Big Ticket Life you've heard from another amazing guest living their own Big Ticket Life and now it's time to live yours first I'd love for you to take me up on my free gift to you Claim your gift at gift.thebigticketlife.live. That's gift.thebigticketlife.live. See, all your life you've been told what is and what isn't possible by the loudest voices from the cheapest seats. It's time to finally do life and business on your terms. Sure, you've heard similar things, but without clarity on what can be done, it's easy to have your customers, employees, maybe even partners and your spouse keep you from truly living a big-ticket life. My big-ticket methods shift you into that investor seat in your business, away from commodity and away from competition, into a market of one, so you can finally live your own big-ticket life. So my gift to you is for you to book your discovery call today, where we'll uncover first, the Chivo behaviors, those chief everything officer behaviors that hold you back and why moving into the investor seat in your own business is critical Two, we'll uncover the premium position that's up for grabs right now in your market that you're missing out on. And three, which big ticket methodologies are just waiting to be dropped into your business to explode your sales and profits. So again, thanks for listening to this episode. I'd love for you to take action right now. Accept this gift. Book your call. Go to gift.thebigticketlife.live. Again, that's gift.thebigticketlife.live.